The show for the curious connoisseur. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I am Ryan, your guide to the greener side of life. Welcome to our Sunday snippets on the Cannabis Connoisseur podcast. Each Sunday, we bring you bite-sized insights from our past episodes, focusing on one specific topic for under 13 minutes. It's perfect for your quick coffee break or even a short drive. So let's dive into this week's snippet and unfold the wonders of cannabis together, shall we? Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. My name is Jack Stone, one half of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. We got Ryan Chavez over here. We have a really, really dope topic for you guys today. It's uh, it's a little magical. So, Ryan, why don't, why don't you talk about what we got going on? What's going on, Ryan? Oh, my. We are heading into the world of mushrooms, ladies and gentlemen. Ta-da. And what yeah like like why would we why would a cannabis show you know just venture into mushrooms i mean i think it's kind of obvious but yeah. you know <laughs> if it's not that is the entire point of the show right today we're going to be talking about uh you know magic mushrooms um non-psychoactive mushrooms we're going to be talking about the similarities and the differences between that and cannabis um, and I and I just you know obviously want to thank everybody for coming back listening to another cool episode because this is going to be another topic that I think um, is going to be very similar to cannabis. It's already kind of going in that direction as far as the you know the the way we're pushing it across the country. So new frontier today. You can get a lot of this stuff on Amazon, believe it or not. Yep, talk about that. And uh, I think you know the the main reason why this is a really important topic is because. Similar to cannabis, Jack, mushrooms have so much therapeutic potential and they are being smothered, um, you know, for, for you know, as, as far as like being put in the limelight um, by, you know, the same similar groups and, and for the same similar reasons. And uh, it's, it's taking a lot of opportunity for people, to opportunity away, I should say, for people to utilize mushrooms to get better. So... Jack, what are your thoughts on today's show? It's going to be dope. Get a little similarity with this, don't you? Yeah. So <laughs> I've I've consumed mushrooms before a few times, and um, it is it's it's great. It can be great experiences. It can be strange experiences. I think uh, a lot of it is your environment. The dosage is huge, um, but you know a lot like with the world uh, and where it's at today, you see like cannabis is like you know it's going towards that legal destination and like. Uh, you know, the Senate, mm-hmm. the Senate's, uh, the Senate, the House, like hopefully it's passed the president. Yeah. We get this all up and running. But like, um, you know, psilocybin's right there. What is it Um, uh, in East? East side? No, the West, side? the West side. The West side. Jesus Christ. Uh, Portland, 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 yeah, Oregon. They, uh, <laughs> they, they, uh, it's early for me. <laughs> recreationally it's it's okay to do over there you know and it's cannabis too so it's yeah like, well it's, decriminalized isn't it or is decrim- it did, did it get oh no did it, yeah i think it might a have lot been. of places have decriminalized yeah I, and i actually i know that they're you're right there's there's places that are kind of really pushing if not already to make it legal and very similar to cannabis i feel like and and like this is also something that has been shown and we'll talk about this a little bit today to be used for thousands of years in human cultures and traditions and, and all that good stuff. So um, I think the, the first thing, you know, we'll talk about the non-psychoactive mushrooms first, and mm-hmm. then we'll talk about the psychoactive mushrooms after that. 
And when we talk about non-psychoactive mushrooms, Jack, I think you and I are both pretty familiar with this, uh, actually. And, you know, both of us are taking these, I, I believe, as supplementation. <clears throat> but um, when you're looking at everything in a whole, I, I would kind of look at like THC and, and, and uh, psilocybin as being very similar, and then CBD and not, um, non-psychoactive nootropics being very similar for mushrooms. And so we're going to dive into both. It's very hard to split them up into two separate groups. I'd say just cannabis and mushrooms is the way you separate them. Because you talk about like non-psychoactive cannabis, and there's so many different cannabinoids. It's not just CBD. Same thing with mushrooms, right? So um, I think we should talk about nootropics first. That's what I wanted to kind of jump in first. Because people have probably maybe have heard of this. Maybe you haven't. But if you haven't, and you're really looking to upgrade like your mental game, your immunity game, right? Like, why would you not be looking to upgrade these things and optimize these things? It's this topic that we want to be jumping into. So what are they? Um, Nootropics are drugs, supplements, and other substances that are claimed to improve cognitive function, particularly executive functions, attention, attention, memory, creativity, or motivation in healthy individuals. So examples of some of these, Jack, obviously we know cannabis can do that. Um, we've seen it do that as, you know, helping improve neural pathways, creativity, just overall cognitive function. We talk about how it helps with motivation, things like that. Um, others, however, I think it's kind of interesting when you talk about nootropics, uh, include caffeine, Ritalin, L-theanine, creatine, ginseng, ginkgo biloba, nicotine, and several Mm. more. So there's a few in there that you've probably just heard, Jack, that you probably don't want to be too well familiar with, or too familiarized with, right? Like obviously nicotine has been has been an issue. Ritalin has been an issue, right? Mm. Um, it hel- it's helped. It's also been been a problem. It's not the safest thing that that you could be taking. So there's a a lot of different ways that that you can stimulate your mental activities using this classification of of entheogens, what they're called. Um, but we want to make sure that, you know, when we're using this type of supplementation, we're going to have a long-term positive effect. And that's why we want to not look at things like Ritalin and nicotine and some of these other synthetic options that uh, are categorized as nootropics. So non-psychoactive nootropic mushrooms, such as lion's mane, chaya, cordyceps, reishi, are some of these options that we can be considering. And all of these um, in some capacity, I mean, especially like lion's mane, cordyceps, and reishi, I, I've been taking pretty regularly um, for the past few years, and absolutely have have noticed a, 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 like a change. And, and yeah. just like you've heard of some of these, and I'll just I'm going to run through some of these that are in there, and I want to ask you your thoughts because I, I believe you're taking these too. But lion's mane, um, this Super is helpful. a nootropic, a non-psychoactive mushroom. Yep. It's really good for mental performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's and it's it's it, you've, heard, you've probably heard a ton about it in Western culture. Probably heard about it. Listen, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you've heard about lion's mane. Um, it's been a part of the Chinese and Japanese medicine for centuries, and um, it, it's typically a drink or a tablet is the way. It's like a powder, and that's how you would typically consume this. Um, chaga is a mushroom that actually grows mm-hmm. on trees. It's like a birch tree ch- uh, mushroom. And, um, again, have been used for, you know, centuries for like the soothing properties that it provides. Uh, reishi helps perform, helps support a healthy immune system and also promoting natural energy. Uh, again, has been used in Chinese and Eastern medicine for over 2000 years and is commonly called the king of all mushrooms, believe it oh. or not. I'd say maybe reishi, like CBD, king. cannabis, right? 
Yeah, reishi, reishi. The, yeah, the king of mushrooms. And it's known to really help you with your immune system. And so, like, just kind of strengthen that. And cordyceps uh, has been known for its physical performance benefits. Um, so originally used by high-altitude Tibetan herdsmen, it's now used mainly to support energy, stamina, and athletic performance. So there's just, like, so many ways that you can, you can like, implement this. Um, but from there, I mean, now we want to talk about, like, you know, obviously the fun stuff too, which is, which I think that they're all fun. They can all make life fun, but we talk about, you know, party sometimes with these types of drugs, the party aspect of it. And that's with psilocybin. And I don't know how to say it's like a party aspect, but psilocybin is the, the, uh, the part of mushrooms that will, you know, obviously, uh, take you to that other space that you're looking to go to, if, if that's what you're looking to do. Um, and so just what is it, right? So let's just start there. So it, it's it's psilocybin, magic mushrooms, right? It's the, mm-hmm. the main compound of magic mushrooms. Uh, but it's a naturally occurring, specifically psilocybin is a naturally occurring psychedelic pro-drug compound produced by more than 400, to, I'm sorry, produced by more than 200 species of fungi. And this is from Wikipedia, our trusty source here. Uh, the most potent are members of the genus psilocybe, such as, geez, there's a few that I will just put these in the notes. They're just those long Latin words, right? Uh, but psilocybin has also been isolated from about a dozen other genera. Psilocybin itself is biologically inactive, but is quickly converted by the body to psilo- to um, psilocin. So it's kind of like how you have THCA that gets combusted and turned into the non-acidic form of THC, right? So it's kind of like what happens with psilocybin and um uh, psilocin as well when it goes into the body. This has mind-altering effects similar to some aspects of LSD, mescaline, and DMT. Um, these, you know, in general, these effects include euphoria, visual, mental hallucinations, changes in perception, a distorted sense of time, and perceived spiritual experiences. Cool. Uh, it can also include possible adverse reactions such as nausea and panic attacks, all very similar to cannabis. Um, however, I think we'll talk about this in a little bit. The experience itself, I think, is not exactly very similar. But these side effects that we're talking about kind of are, which is kind of weird. So it's a psychoactive, just like THC, and they both have a very long history of being used as plant medicines, right? And and really to help expand human consciousness. That's like some similarities and like main talking points. Heaven staring back at me. I've seen a billion minds collide. 
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, my name's Kate, and I'm your host of the Pop Moms Podcast. I started the Pop Moms Podcast, well, because I wanted to end the stigma against using cannabis, specifically with moms, but also anyone who chooses to consume. I strive for a balance of humor and education, along with some pretty rad guests, to help combat social biases that come with consuming cannabis. Kids are hard. Join me for regular podcast episodes packed with parenting hacks, real-life stories, and of course, my favorite cannabis products. The days are long, but the years are short. So roll another J and take a deep breath. Keep blazing and stay amazing. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canna podcasters right here on PodConnex and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.